Ken Cal, voice of the wings, is standing by on the Meyer guest line. And Ken, I know we talked a week ago before the regular season opener, but now three games in, a, a pleasant surprise what I've seen from the wings. Yeah, I thought the first two games were really good as far as the overall defensive play. And you and I were talking last week of how, how this team needs to cut down on the goals against. Yesterday, well, you can't give up five and expect to win the game, although you do like the Red Wings resolve. I thought uh, the third period really picked up. Uh, it shows the fight in this team, the never-give-up kind of attitude. And it would have been really magical if the Red Wings huge would have won that game in overtime. But uh, the way they did it, you mentioned Larkin's play. That was just terrific. Sunquist scoring with the goaltender pulled and then um, just a bad break in overtime to lose it. But you got to love it. Hey, five points out of six, and, you know, the team's going off to Chicago, and that's a very winnable game. Who would be your three stars three games in, three players that have really caught your attention, Ken, on the wing side? Well, I think David Perron. I mean, here's a guy that was brought in to score goals, and, and he has three goals in his last two games. And obviously, he's a gamer, you know. The guy's a proven NHL player, and I think in the first three games of the season, he's been terrific. I think Dylan Larkin's been probably their all-around best forward. Um, You know, going into last night's game, he was plus five. He was the leader, one of the leaders in the plus-minus department. Uh, Had a terrific game against New Jersey. We saw the back-checking play that he made yesterday, which was terrific. So he's another guy that's on my list. And I, I just give like a whole group of, of uh, stars, I guess, to guys that you don't normally give stars to. That's Robert Hag, who's been really, really solid defensively. You really don't notice him, but that's in a good way. You know, he's just been pretty solid defensively back there on the blue line. I think Olimata has been really good, too. He's been putting up the points and, you know, doesn't hurt you back there on the blue line as well. So those would be my guys. But again, I think it's an overall team effort. And again, they, they just need to concentrate on stopping uh, the scoring chances and making sure that they're better in their defensive end. Now, last night, huge, I will say this, it was the third game in four nights for this team. They had to travel from New Jersey, had an off day Sunday. They started out, they were a little bit tired, I thought, but, um, you know, it was a tough game for, for the Red Wings. So now they've got three days to practice. I think they'll be better on in Chicago on Friday. What's the most noticeable thing you see that's different three games in for this Wings team to the team we saw last season? Uh, just the attention to detail on defense and the forwards making an effort to make sure that they don't get caught up ice, that they hang on to the puck and make the plays and, and don't turn the puck over. Now, we saw some of that uh, disappear yesterday in the game against Los Angeles, but I give the Kings credit. They, uh, you know, they were a playoff team last year and, and, you know, they've got some big strong forwards and they forced the issue in the offensive zone and, you know, they're, they're a tough team to handle sometimes. But, uh, you know, I'd say overall in the first three games, uh, I'm pleasantly surprised. They're pleasantly pleased with this Red Wing team and the way that the coaching staff has them playing. And I think it's only going to get better as they learn the structure and the system going forward. The crowd's been awesome. Uh, the energy from the Wings, the fans. Uh, love your call with Paul on the Wings Radio Network. 2-0-1, and I think Paul was on with us last week previewing the season and he really thought this team will claw and fight and be there uh, late in the season fighting for a playoff spot. I, I agree with that and and you saw evidence of that last night where you know they're in it to the end and I've always said you got to play you've got to play close games and, and you got to get points any way you can get it so if you're going to lose a game make sure you lose in overtime or 
in a shootout because at least you gain a point. And that play by Larkin yesterday, instead of getting no points, that earned them a point. And, and who knows, down the road, if it goes down to the final week of the season, and let's say the Red Wings get in by a point, you can look back at this Los Angeles game and say, if it wasn't for Dylan Larkin making that play, maybe the Red Wings don't make the playoffs. So, you know, that that was a huge point, I thought, for the Red Wings. And they, they I don't think they were at their best in that game against Los Angeles, but somehow they found a way to scratch and claw and find a way to get a point out of it. And to me, that that means a lot. And, and with that said about Paul, uh, congratulations to him on his 3,000th broadcast. So he's been around for a lot of years. He worked with Bruce. He worked with me. And uh, I'll tell you what, he knows the game like nobody else. So congratulations to Paul. 3,000 Wings games he's done? Yep, 3,000. He's been in the booth for, I think, 38 years now. Wow. So he's been, it, you don't realize it, but, uh, yeah, 3,000 games. That counts playoffs Man. in regular season as well, but that's that's a lot of games. Yeah, he should be right. Is he being recognized, or has he been recognized nationally for that? Like on all the NHL outlets? I, I haven't read or seen anything. It's the first I've heard of it from you. Yeah, well, he... Um, you know, like Helene St. James wrote a little article, a little story about him in the free press yesterday, and they honored him a little bit between one of the TV breaks yesterday in the first period. But nationally, I don't think so. I, I know that uh, in the league, Paul and I, I, I know we're the longest running uh, duo in the National Hockey League right now, you know, currently amongst radio play by play guys. So, yeah, he's been around a long time. And, uh, yeah, it's hard to believe 3,000 games. That's a lot of games. 3,000 games. He he was there uh, the very first game ever played without a goalie mask. He was there. <laughs> those those are the days, right? I, don't know I still think. Did it back then. Guys who, you know, I get when football started, there weren't face masks, but, you know, they didn't have uh, sticks and pucks coming at them. Goalies, how tough the sport was for goaltenders to play with no mask on when the NHL was first started. Amazing. You know, Huge, I had a chance to talk with a lot of old-timers, you know, and I said back in the day I was talking to these guys, and they said, you know what, well, we didn't get the shots up high on goalies. You know, most of our shots, we kept them low out of respect. Yeah, we were trying to score, but but my, my argument was, well, you know, you can't stop a deflection, right? So if a guy shoots the puck even on the ice and the guy gets a stick on it and it deflects and hits the goaltender in the face, obviously it's going to do some major damage. So... I don't know. Those goaltenders back in the day, they were tough, I'll tell you. They sure were. Ken Cowley's a tough guy with Paul Woods. They, they'll, they'll drop the gloves in the booth and brawl with the other announcing team, and they'll take two minutes off the broadcast where they'll have to run promos. Uh, they're tough guys. They're hockey guys. Congrats. Tell Paul congratulations from the Huge Show on 3,000 broadcast, okay? Yeah, I will do that. And the next time you have him on your radio show, make sure you mention that because, uh, again, you know he's kind of guy – you know, he, he deserves the accolades because he's been around for such a long time. And he does know the game, but he's one of those guys that it really, you know, he poo-poos it a lot. But I'm sure he it means a lot to him privately. I think he needs to be known as Mr. 3000 now. I, I, I believe there was a movie <laughs> at one time, but now there's a new Mr. 3000, and he's Paul Woods. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know what? There's no guy that doesn't – I mean, he, he's taught me so much just by, you know, talking to him. I wish – yeah, I mean, I wish people would know like how much how much conversation we have like you know during commercial breaks and and you know I was just asking him yesterday about the uh, the one three three and uh, you know to give me an idea of what that means and he 
drew it all out for me on the back of a piece of paper and it was it was pretty interesting yeah and and how to play and and he just teaches me so much you know throughout the the course of the season it's it's amazing He's a living legend. He truly is. And so are you, Ken, man. You get great ambassadors for the Wings, for hockey, for the state. Uh, I always appreciate your time here on the Huge Show across Michigan. I'll be watching the Wings and listening to you guys in my car, okay? All right. Sounds good, Huge. And we're expecting some good things from this team this year. And I think they're going to give the fans uh, you know, a lot to cheer about this year before it's all said and done. A lot of depth. And, man, the, the youth. Uh, down in Grand Rapids with the Griffins is a made the future with, with what Stevie Wise putting together uh, with his front office, uh, the talent, the Swedish Express, and now you see why they did add Lidstrom as their uh, international guy. Uh, they're going to start just rolling in top line players, if not already here in Michigan with the Wings and also in Grand Rapids with the Griffins. Absolutely, and uh, you know the, the injury bug's already hit in Detroit right now. Bertuzzi's out four to six weeks. Uh, Verona hasn't played because of some personal issues that he's going through right now, and uh, you know there's there's a few other guys banged up. So these guys that are playing in Grand Rapids, they better be ready to pack their bags because I think before it's all said and done, these guys will be making trips up to Detroit and playing. Uh, with Bertuzzi out four to six weeks, uh, any word on who's going to fill his roster spot? Well, you know what I think. I'm just going off the top of my head, and I don't know anything, you know, firsthand. But I would think that before the team goes to Chicago, they're going to need some backups. So uh, I would imagine that there might be a call up or two from Grand Rapids before that Chicago game. And like I said, uh, I, I don't know how long Verona's going to be out, but there's a couple of spots open right now, and you got to have a little depth when you're going to Chicago. So I would imagine that uh, you know maybe a call will be placed to Grand Rapids, and a few guys will be brought up. Kenny, thank you so much. Safe travels with the Wings, and I look forward to our next conversation talking hockey. All right, sounds good, Huge. All right, Ken Cal. He's excited. Five points, 2-0-1 with the OT loss last night to the Los Angeles Kings.